Bienvenidos, everyone. I do hope you are doing well. This is Aureliano, your host, and this is Aureliano Untangling. I think it's a good day to talk about spiritual materialism, a term that most of you are probably familiar with, and if you have done any reading into it, you probably ran across the name of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche. He's a Tibetan Buddhist teacher who back in the 70s, as he was trying to figure out his Western students, which didn't take him very long to figure out, he recognized something that we know already about ourselves, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that we are control freaks. If given the opportunity and the power and the influence, we attempt to control our immediate, well, uh, circle of influence that through our charisma, our personality, our knowledge, our money, our connections, we will put that to the use so that we establish control over our own pissing ground. And he knew that the teachings that he was attempting to introduce at the time of Buddhism and the practice of meditation, he knew that it uh, was not going to be invulnerable to this attempt on, on our part. So he came up with a set of teachings that are very powerful and they're powerful because they clearly point out to us what we do in three different forms and three different spheres of our our life and he called these this attempt on our part to manipulate and to control the three lords of materialism the first one is the lord of form and the second one, the Lord of Speech, and the last one, the Lord of Mind. And in each one of these, the drive is the attempt to secure, as best we can, this sense of, this is who I am, this, this I, this ego, this self this uh, identity, you know, how we see ourselves as uh, solid, lasting things that uh, seems to survive over the span of, of our life. And so from this point of view, anything that threatens that, anything that undermines that, anything that starves that, especially uh, as we engage the practice of meditation because that's exactly what meditation does to to ego it starves it little by little and every time we starve ego every time it feels ignored or threatened we don't feed it the kind of food it is accustomed to well, instinctively we respond to that by uh, doing whatever we need in order to reestablish that healthy sense of, of ego, 
I'm okay. Nothing is happening that is threatening this sense of who and what I am. And we're back to normal again. Thank you very much. Well, we do this at the uh, grand scale of our life as we engage this first of the three lords of materialism, the lord of form. And it could very well play out as we work every day, for instance, and uh, we're tucking away uh, money for that retirement that one day we are going to experience, the golden years of our life as we live the twilight of our years. And we do this uh, expecting that we're going to be alive to enjoy the fruit of our labor. A little story for you. Years ago I worked at this high school and I had a colleague. His name was Frank and Frank retired after 35 years of working as a high school teacher. When we came back September, that following September 3rd, which would have been his first day back to work again with us as a colleague, we were at a faculty meeting, the first day back to work is usually a student-free day and we spend the day faculty meetings and uh, arranging our room again for the year. We received notice from the administrators that uh, Frank had died at home that very same day he would have come back to work as a teacher for his 36th year you know we work to tuck away for uh, a situation in our life that we may not ever experience now i'm not in any way saying don't tuck away for retirement. I mean, that would be foolish, right? <laughs> I mean, that's not the point. Uh, the point here is uh, something else that I hope I can clearly share with you. We have plans in life and we work very hard because it is the responsible thing to do, such as tucking away for your retirement, even though we may end up like Frank, never enjoying very much of that retirement but we also act in, in other ways that is helpful to be aware of that involves the neurotic pursuit of physical comfort security and pleasure so it's the relationship with our world that is of importance here and how we conduct ourselves as we live our life and that sometimes if we pay enough attention we notice that we engage our world as a way to avoid well uncomfortable situations such as boredom if we're bored well these days what do we do well we have this very convenient gadget that we carry all the time our mobile phone and every time <coughs> We're just a little too bored. We reach for it and we start uh, logging on to, well, we don't even log on anymore because we're continually connected to Facebook. And we start checking on our posts and see who liked our posts. And we start liking other people's posts. 
and uh, keeps us very busy. Or we start playing that game that we downloaded from the Apple Store or the Android Store that keeps us occupied for days and days and days. Uh, I was just not that long ago. <laughs> you know, uh, some of my students, uh, occasionally they are into these games that are really addicting and they start talking to you about them and not that long ago these students were bugging me about this game and they were saying Fortnite Mr. Nava Fortnite you know you gotta play man you gotta join us and I'm like oh come on you guys I'm too old for that no no come on so finally I I downloaded the the game and I started uh, playing this this game and you know after I realized how time-consuming and addictive it was, I just uh, cut it out. But I found myself, uh, the moment I had a little bit of time, and I didn't have anything to do supposedly, I would pick up my phone and uh, start playing, and start joining these <laughs> these, uh, these students online and go on these uh, these missions <laughs> okay so uh, this phone of ours uh, we don't even have to go out anymore and court people the way we used to we can just we have an app for for that right we sweep people to the left and we don't like them and to the right if we do and we start sending these little messages to them right we start poking them and hopefully out of that uh, something will develop and maybe it's just uh, a little kind of quick hookup right a little quickie kind of thing and we don't have to uh, bother with the complications of a relationship and you know what do we do for weekends well you know, what, what do we ever do before netflix and amazon prime before we were able to in the whole weekend uh, view episode one, two, three, and four of Downtown Downtown Abbey, or something similar. And this kind of stuff can get pretty subtle. These engagements, what we do in order to avoid life too directly, it's the eating while we watch television, because. We want to get caught up with news and of course uh, we don't have enough time to just sit and eat we have to be watching that television it's clear where i'm heading every every time we feel the irritations of life that boredom the raw and rugged unpredictable aspects of of our life we reactively reach out to to do something because in inside of ourselves we hear the cry of of ego right uh, telling us you're ignoring me <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm being starved you're not giving me the attention that i require that i am accustomed to and things are getting a little too difficult for me and uh, please do something about it so this is the concern as I, I mentioned it's it's not that there is anything particularly 
uh, wrong with our material world and acquiring material possessions and even wealth and all of the nice comfortable objects that we like to purchase and enjoy it has nothing to do with that it uh, it has to do with uh, the attitude the relationship that we have with uh, these pursuits these these objects especially when we experience life a little too too directly a little too nakedly and then we we can't stay with that uh, irritation with that feeling of uncomfortableness with that uh, quiet desperation with that uh, neurotic mind that begins to communicate to us do something right do something anything but do something because this is driving me a little too too crazy and we get busy we come up with a new task some new form of entertainment, a new project, new goals, new uh, this and new that, and it all amounts to our inability to uh, just relax, learn how to, to relax, and just see that desperation and that um, restlessness and I think that's pretty much it for the Lord of Form. Um, obviously, much more can be said about it, but I don't think I have to. I think that should be sufficient. It is said that this one is the easiest one to, to work with and to deal with because, uh, you know, it's not so difficult for us to, to see it at work, to see what we do, to see what we, the forms of entertainment and uh, mindlessness uh, type of pursuits that we engage because uh, we are you know, avoiding something. We don't want to, to face something too, uh, too closely, too, um, too painfully. You know, it just hurts a little too much. And we, um, we can't remain with that, that hurt for too long. Next, I, I'm going to um, uh, discuss the, the second one the Lord of Speech, and I'll do that in my next episode. Uh, please subscribe to this channel so that you are notified when I am ready to, to share this next uh, episode and go over with you the second of the Lords of Materialism, the Lord of Speech. Take care of yourselves and see you uh, next time.